Hey, can you guys give it up for the band? They're tearing it up this week. Leading us into, into worshiping God and who He is. I mean, that is an incredible thing. I love hearing all of you, all of, if I was in Texas, I'd say, hearing all y'all sing to, to God and to just let it go. Um, but man, you look like you're, you're like in the 80s or something right now. This is a, like a flashback for me. It's a little weird. <laughs> How many of you had a good week? Or a good week, a good day today? How many of you are excited uh, for the 80s night tonight? To keep it rocking and to keep it going? All right, tonight, go ahead and pull out your notebooks. And what we're talking about, and I, and I saw a page in there, and it was, it's pretty cool. These notebooks are pretty neat. But what we're talking about tonight is, oh, that? That's the Hollywood swag. So can you say that? Say, oh, that? that that's the Hollywood swag. Last night, what we talked about was, was finding our identity in Christ. But I got, I, I got to be honest with you, um, I lied to you a little bit. Is, is, so I need to come forward and kind of confess a couple things to you. I, I said in my family, I showed you a picture of my family, and I had my wife there, uh, I had Zoe there, I had Audra there, and, and, and then I showed you a picture of my dead dog in there. But I, I kind of left out my son. And so if you will, here's a picture um, of, of my son. I'm sorry, I just, I didn't want to make a big deal about it, but if, if you guys could put a picture of him up here, uh, you might know him. Uh, we kind of resemble each other a little bit whenever you get up there. So there it is. No big deal. No, no big deal. I didn't want to make a big deal about it, but there he is. Any of you know him? <laughs> he looks like he's in an 80s party right now, huh? <laughs> huh? What? You don't think my son's Justin Bieber? No. All right. What? Oh, okay. All right. So maybe, maybe not. You can believe me or not. It doesn't matter. Today, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about how much God loves you. How many of you want to know how much God loves you today? Absolutely. Put your hand up. Yeah, there it is. Every single one of us wants to know that the creator of the universe loves us. Last night, we talked about our identity. And in essence, what we did is, is we took the lies that the world's been telling us, these fake nicknames that the world's been giving us, and the bad things that people have been telling about us, and what did we do? We ripped them up, we crushed them, we destroyed them. Because I don't know about you, but the nickname Princess really hurt me, man. You know? Some of us have been given names, and it is just disgusting. It's, the, it's nothing short of the devil coming and whispering lies to us, trying to get us to uh, not find our identity into Christ and to be deceived, to think that we don't amount to anything, to walk around thinking that these lies that the Satan has been telling us are true about us. So what I hope has been happening to you last night and even today is that all these lies that Satan's been whispering to you throughout your life will be crushed. And you will find your identity in Jesus Christ, the maker of everything. And that when you think about yourself, you smile and a tear comes to your mind because you know that you are a child of a king. So I want you to turn to your neighbor right now and say, You 
Oh yeah, you're a 10. <laughs> so guys, that's your second chance for your pickup line right there, okay? All I can do is help you from up here. But it's not a pickup line. What that is, is encouraging each other. You, oh yeah, you're a 10. God created you to be exactly who you are. Tonight, turn into your Bibles to Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Philippians, Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. The book of Philippians is written by Paul, and it's written to the church, and it's saying, come on, church, come on. There's stuff happening right now, but you don't have to worry about it because you are a child of a king. And come on, this is how I've created you to live and to show God in the world. And, and Paul's writing about that. And so as we get to Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 through 16, this is what we are going to study tonight, okay? This is what it says. Do everything, everything, without complaining or arguing. Any of you ever complained or argued? Yeah. Your parents paid me a lot of money to talk about this tonight. I'm joking. Do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation or in other words, in a messed up world in which you, and I want you to underline this next part right here, okay? in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life in order that I may boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor for nothing. What I want you to underline in these passages, and this passage right here, and what I want to talk about tonight is this right here. God has created you. We talked about last night how if you have breath, God started something in you and he's going to take it to completion. And he says, I love you and I love you so much that this, I want you to shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. So underline that right there. Shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. See, this is what's happened to every single one of you because you're breathing right now. God has looked through all of time and he has you, specifically you, in mind. The world around you is messed up. Do you see bad stuff around you every day? Do you? Raise your hand if you do. Do you see it on the news or on the internet or whatever? It's, it's around us. The world around us is in a lot of pain. Would you agree that there's people that go to your school that you know, friends that you know, that are hurting? Would you believe? Would you, would you agree with that? Would you agree that the world is hurting right now? Raise your hand if you would agree with that. See, the world around us is messed up. But God says, you're not. I've created the world, but that's just a thing. I've created you, and you're my masterpiece. You're not messed up. You are a child of a king. And he says, follow me, children. Follow me. Listen to me. And if you listen to me, and if you align your life with me, you're going to what? You're going to shine like the stars in the universe. Have you looked up at the stars lately? How about last night? Any of you do the bonfire s'more thing last night? 
Okay, no, 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 it wasn't last night. Whenever that is, whenever the s'mores are, tell me, because I'm going. I'm going to eat like 10 of these things, okay? I love s'mores. We're doing s'mores, right? Or I just make this up. Okay, Josh gave me a thumbs up. I got scared. I'm like, I'm at the wrong camp. No, we're here. Okay, tonight, this is what I want you to do. When it gets dark, and when you're walking back, and you're scared of the boogeyman, okay, look up, and look at the stars, because Jesus Christ has created you, and you are a child of a king, and if you're following after him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, he says, you're going to shine like the stars in the universe. Woo. Yeah. Who said woo? Yeah. Pepsi. All right. Woo. What does that do to you? What does that do to you inside? Because I don't know about you, but I'm a messed up guy. Every single day, I do something that's pretty messed up. Maybe it's my thoughts. Maybe it's actions. Maybe it's my words. I don't know, but I'm not perfect. Is anyone in here perfect? You're perfect? Are you perfect? Yeah, he's turning red now. No. There's no one in here that's perfect, and I lead the way in messing up. Have you ever messed up? Anyone? I want to ask you a question. Do these mess-ups and these actions that I do every day and you do every day, do they define who we are? What do you think? That's a good thing to talk about in your group. That's a really good thing. Because there's this word, and I've seen it tattooed on a couple guys here. I haven't seen any ladies with this tattoo here. Saved by grace. God loves you. Our actions don't define who we are. Our identity and who Jesus says we are is the truth. And I don't know about you, but if I have a king... That's telling me, Aaron, I love you. I love you so much. And I mess up. And he's going, ah, okay, Aaron. It's all good. I love you and I love you so much. And I mess up again. And he goes, ah, Aaron. It's all good. Ah, Aaron, I love you. I love you so much. Pretty soon, that starts getting into my head. And I start smiling. And I start saying, God, thank you so much for loving me. Because I mess up all the time. And pretty soon, my actions start lining up with this love. But I'm going to mess up again. And God says, Aaron, I love you. I love you so much. Because I made you. And because you're a child of a king. I say it to my girls. And I say it pretty simply. Everyone hold out your hands and wiggle them like this. There you go. Look at your hands. God loves you not because of what these hands do. Our actions, good and bad, all that. God loves you simply because you have hands. I want, you to, I want you to think about that. Because you're alive, God loves you. And our goal as we look at this Philippians chapter 2 is to become blameless and pure children of God, to be more Christ-like every day. To train our mind to think good thoughts. 
to train our hands to do good stuff, to train our words to be uplifting, encouraging. And when we mess up and when we have bad thoughts and when we do bad stuff, we say, God, please forgive me for that. But we move on and we move on and we smile because a king loves us. I dropped out of college. You know that? <laughs> How many of you want to end up like me? Drop out of college. No, I'm joking. No, don't tell your parents that. Uh, it's going to be bad. Here's a, here's a little story. Okay, I was, I was in college. I went to Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. And I was studying to be a youth pastor. And, and I just realized pretty quick, about three semesters in, this whole college thing, I don't know. It's not, it's not for me right now. So I dropped out of college. Imagine this, okay? Uh, I call my parents. I'm like, hey, Mom and Dad. They're like, hey, Aaron, what's going on? I'm like, ah, I don't really like college. They're like, really? We've seen your report card, <laughs> okay? And so I'm like, yeah. And I said, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I think I'm going to drop out of college. They're like, oh, okay. Well, what are you going to do? Remember, I grew up in Colorado, right? I said, And if you don't know where Colorado is, it's next to Nebraska. So I said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to move to Miami. <laughs> They're like, well, have you ever been to Miami? I said, no, I've never been to Miami. I said, okay. What are you going to do in Miami? So I'm going to start a rock and roll band. I said, okay. Do you play any instruments? I said, well, I've been playing guitar for a month. Does that count? I said, do you know anyone in Miami? I said, no, I don't really know anyone in Miami. They said, are you going alone or are you moving with someone? I said, well, I'm moving with my friend Slappy. They said, so let me kind of recount this. You're going to drop out of college, move to Miami, and where you've never been, you're going to start a band even though you don't play an instrument with your friend named Slappy? I said, yeah. My parents are way cool, by the way, because they asked the most important question next. And the most important question was this. Is God asking you to do this? And I can honestly say, yes. And they said, cool, go for it. So the moral of the story is drop out of college. No, it's not. But... Went to Miami and started a band. Uh, this band, you think it's a joke, but it's not because it rocked, okay? It's called Lazarus Generation, so listen to this. Get your rock fist on. It's good that we're dressed kind of 80s here. What's a rock fist? I don't know what it is. is, it, is it, it's a rock fist? All right. It was a really quiet band. Some of you? This week are gonna break free. And you're gonna start running like you've never run before. Some of you are gonna feel Forget more the talking, life. the music's what you need to hear. Can you crank that music up or is it kind of mixed together? There you go, crank that up. Hey, this is me singing right here. Generation. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
you can't find it in an iTunes near you. You could try, but I have a bootleg copy if you want it. And, and then I'm from Miami. God, it was cool to be in Miami. It was awesome. God was doing so many cool things down there, but I got tired of the heat. I moved back to Colorado and started a ska band. Yeah, in Colorado. And so let me give you a sample of this. The name of this band was called Time for a Haircut. I was the sexy trumpet player. All right. Play this. Here it is. This is... that in an iTunes story either. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, man. All of our lives, all of my life, as long as I can remember, I've been starstruck. Have you ever been starstruck? Anyone ever met someone famous? Yeah? You're like, it's Justin Bieber! There's something about Hollywood and there's something about stars that just kind of comes in. But I want to bring this home to us. I want to bring this to where it's at right now to us today as we sit here. The God of creation has created us to have a relationship with us. And he says, you're no accident. He says, I love you. I love you so much that you're going to shine like stars. And he says right after that, you're going to shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. When our lives line up with the teaching of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is the center of everything that we are, we are holding out life to a world that's dying and dark. And so people will look at us and they will say, that swagger they have, something is different about that. You know why? Because it's full of life. Because God has created it and given it to us. And all we have to do is love our maker. This is the second night we're talking about identity because it's so huge. You see me wearing a shirt with a star on it. And you see the word be on this. I think I can speak every day for the rest of my life and I'm going to be talking about this in some way, shape, or form. And it's this. Be who God has created you to be. Find your identity in Him. Not in the stuff of the world. Not in being the coolest cat. I can say cat because it's 80s night. Not in being the coolest cat ever. 
That's your name? That's awesome. Not being the coolest person ever, but in being content and being a child of a king. Which takes us to this last verse, and I'm going to end on this verse. Philippians 3.1. And this is a party verse. Anybody here likes to party? Yeah! Woo! Yeah! This is a party verse. Philippians 3.1 says this. Finally rejoice in the Lord. Does this say finally rejoice in the nice clothes that you have? Does this say finally rejoice in having that good looking boyfriend? Does this say finally rejoice in having a brand new car with spinners? Does this say finally rejoice in having that new iPod or that new gadget? Does this say finally rejoice in being the best at volleyball or football or mountain biking or anything like that? Does this say any of that? What does it say? It says finally rejoice in what? The Lord! It says finally rejoice in the Lord and as a child of a king. God loves you. What do you think? What do you think about this? Why don't you guys come on up here? There is... There is a king that has created you. Some of us in this room know that we're a child of a king. We have changed our identity. And we've said, Jesus, take control of my life. Some of us in this room, we haven't yet done that. And I want us to be very honest tonight in our groups and tomorrow and this week. If you've come to camp and your identity is in anything other than being a child of a king, you're missing it. And for those of us, yeah, for those of us that can say we're a child of a king, rejoice in the Lord! Absolutely! Why don't we stand up? And this is what I want us to do. I want us to. Everybody just hold out your hands like this, right? Right in front of you, right now. And I want you to look at these hands, just silently. I want you to look at these hands. And I just want you quietly to say, God, thank you for my life. Thank you for creating me the way that you've created me. Because we're not a mess up. We're not an accident. Our actions don't define us. Being a child of a king, that's everything. Maybe some of you right now, there's going to be tears that come to your face. Start rolling down when you begin to realize how much God loves you. 
special you are. He's created you to shine like the stars. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. May you never look at your hands the same. May you never look at the stars the same. But may your hands and the stars remind you to find your identity in Jesus Christ, who he is. to see you care. 